Podfix Network, baby. And countdown to the clap. Three, two, one. Yay, syphilis. Yeah. Actually, I found out today that that's gonorrhea. What? We've been wrong all our lives? Yeah. Well, you thought well, it was we syphilis. Not the first time. I thought we it was were... chlamydia. Oh, well, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. That's that's okay, I guess. Well, because I, they're I not phonetic, phonetically dissimilar, you know? True. True. Hey, everybody! This is former WWF Light Heavyweight Champion Gilbert, brother, and you're listening to the Breeden's Guild Podcast! Uh, and we're, we're yeah, perfect. Yes, yeah? that's how we start early. Of that's course. Exactly how <laughs> Why break tradition, right? <laughs> exactly. You don't fuck with tradition. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 85 of the Cretans Guild podcast here and happy in the United States, at least post Thanksgiving. Actually, if you're in Canada, too, happy post Thanksgiving, just significantly more post-Thanksgiving than what we've got going on right now. Uh, I am Jay. With me, as always, is Bob. And coming back to the show after his trip across country on a quixotic journey, looking at all kinds of things, is Corey. Corey, welcome back, man. Hey, uh, I did a lot of driving, but I never uh, learned what quixotic means, actually. Uh, It it just means crazy Spanish and driving a lot, I think. Really? Oh, okay. All right. There, yeah, was no, pretty... there was no tilting at windmills on, on the trip, though. Oh, Aww. you tilted at a couple of windmills, let's be honest. They have names, thank you. Oh, that's fair. And they don't, re- they don't they, they prefer not to be referred to as such. Uh, guys, as always, we are a part of the Podfix Network. That is at podfixnetwork.com, and uh, where you can now tune in, if, especially if you're on, I believe, uh, what, what site is it? It's podfix.com or podfixnetwork.com, where you can get the stuff for Napod... Na- I can't remember how the promo goes, Oh, you were so close. <laughs> Napa Pomo. Napa Pomo. Uh, where, where you can get all of the stuff from Napa Pomo. We actually had ours debut at the day today, the day of the recording on November 23rd, where Bob and I talk about our silly wrestling names. Uh, you can listen to throughout the entire month and get an idea of the different shows that we have. And we would like to listen. And, and of course, we do like to listen to all the different podcasts on there. And we want to welcome the newest member to Podfix Nation, Mouse and Weens. Julie, Julianne and Joel are sisters from Southern California who go deep with philosophy and psychology while having fun and learning about fascinating human behavior. So they could basically have a field day. Oh, my uh, God. Listening to the idiots at work here on this show. We would hurt their brains. We, we, I am I am fairly certain that someone could write a thesis statement on just the behavior we exhibit on this show. So as we're as we're getting towards the end of the year, uh, we we wanted to talk about uh, just kind of you know because this has been just an absolute fucking dumpster fire of a of a of a three hundred and sixty five days, and we're not even done yet. Um, <laughs> but we wanted to talk about some of our favorite things that we've picked up this year, uh, and I I freely admit. Uh, that I, I am I am leading the witnesses here because there is a particular gadget <laughs> I want to talk about uh, that I'm particularly digging this year. So um, I am going to turn it over to one of you guys. Bob, why don't you kick off and let us know one of the gadgets you're digging this year. How do you want to do this? You want to go just have me go right down the list or you just back and forth this? Ah, no, we'll like back a... and forth it. That works. All right. Uh, well, like one of the top things I got this year, thanks of course, the UJ was the air fryer. That was this year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was the beginning of this year, right it's... at the beginning of shutdown. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that is legitimate pain we're hearing in that laughter. <laughs> oh, God. 
but I, I've done a lot of experimentation with foods and cooking and a lot of different. We cook, we use it about every three days. Nice. On host, hot dog, sausages, uh, vegetables, just about anything you can probably name. Oh, how, yeah, how many uh, so dumpsters have you, uh, how many dumpsters have you dove into for your experiments? Only three. Huh? Did they fight? Three and a half. Three and a half. <laughs> I caught one Caligo, two tortoise shells, and a very, <laughs> a very feisty tabby that barely fit in the fryer. And let's not forget about our favorite trash pandas. Mm-hmm. Oh, what the hell? No, you're not eating raccoons, <laughs> are you? No, I feed them. Okay, okay, thank you. Good. We're talking about what's in a dumpster. Of course there's going to be a raccoon in there. All right. I just wanted to be sure that we're not eating what is in the dumpster. But if you're supporting your local raccoon population, good on you. I didn't really score much in the way of gadgets because you know what happened at the beginning of March when all of a sudden we're doing so much work from home yeah. um, and, every, and everybody found each other uh, just kind of separate from um, from their usual social social dynamics. Uh, sure. I started going ham on uh, single player uh, board games. Sure. But I, I remind me, have we already talked about that in previous shows? Because otherwise I've got pretty much damn nothing. I don't think we have. No? Not the, at least not any time in the last six months, which was four years ago. <laughs> four years ago? How many years was that six months ago? Anyway, um, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I just got a, I just got a wild hair at my ass to start uh, inventorying my board games, and um, <laughs> which is a, a burden that has been unceremoniously passed off onto the people that I'm living with now, because... Now I'm keeping their shit, my shit in their house. Um, but yeah, I started. Part of the baggage. Yeah, exactly. So I started stacking up on uh, single player board games, uh, dungeon crawlers, uh, a couple of like uh, lore heavy um, story deck uh, types of experiences as well. Um, but uh, that kind of ran its course at about the end of April when everybody started to realize that this thing actually wasn't going to be going away as quickly as. Everybody wanted it to. Shocker. Remember when we did the podcast for microtransgressions and we kind of joked about the, oh, there's oh, a pin. Yeah. Oh, it's, we'll be <laughs> fine in two what's weeks. With this and virus? It's People getting a cough and just complaining way too much about it. There's a reason <laughs> we have not revisited microtransgressions since March. Since March, be- yeah. Because I kind of shit the bed on it. <laughs> on the first one out the door. I was like, well, uh, we're going to give that a rest for a year. We'll come back later. It's That's a layer of grime. Arrogance doesn't wash off very well, you know. No. No, no it doesn't. Just ask but, for the model Martel. <laughs> maybe. Um <laughs> No, so uh, there's a there's a stack of them, and a couple of standouts were Hellboy, which I'm pretty sure I've talked at length outside of this show. Mm-hmm. Fallout, which uh, ended up being uh, more of a surprise than um, than I thought it was going to be, because people kept talking about how much of a top heavy uh, mechanic load there was. And if you're if you're the only person playing it, then it's a breeze. If there's six people playing it, then it's like micromanagement out the ass, and it gets completely laid down with like procedure and shuffling and just a whole bunch of stuff that nobody finds fun. Sure. And on top of those, Brass Empire was another standout. But if you really want the details on that, there's my joke of an Instagram that you can look up and see <laughs> see what posts I've made since the first quarter of the year. Fair which, enough. Uh, which I think was a decade ago. No, we've established that it was not. Um, <laughs> so that was my big deal. Um, but like you said, uh, gadgets. I I don't know. I stayed away from hardware for the most part. That's okay. Uh, first one for me is this guy, the Evercade. Um, really fun little handheld system. Plays multi-cart packages. Uh, and I really dig it. I still hate these buttons. <laughs> they suck. They're too loud. 
Uh, but <laughs> too loud. Uh, they, they, it's so distract. You'll you will understand when you come up to visit. I will let you play this, and you'll you'll touch the left and right shoulder buttons, and you will want to throw the thing against the wall. It's so it's so annoying. Um, well, not if it's yours. That would be well, rude. No, I don't. You're not actually. <laughs> you will want to not yeah. actually throw it though. Let me ask: Is it just the sound of the buttons itself that that upsets you, or is it the like the the underlying mental <laughs> thought that you're breaking this device with every click? It's just the sound because the the device is ridiculously solid. It is super super durable. Uh, I toss it in my bag regularly when we go out uh, and bring it with me, uh, but it's not a uh, it's not something I worry about breaking. Like, with my Switch, I kind of baby it, because I don't want anything to happen to it. But this one is just like, eh, just fuck it, toss it in the purse. I don't give a shit. So That's the worst, uh, thing, ab- that's the worst thing about the Switch, is knowing that if, like, any of those contacts go raw, then you have to buy an entirely new Joy-Con. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And then people that write for Vice are just sticking them up their asses, because it makes for a fun article. Uh, but it's it's kind of cool to be able to play, you know, Crash of the Boys Street Challenge or River mm-hmm. City Ransom at any time I want. So I, I dig it. It's a fun little system. Now, that silence said a lot. Do none of you know about this? It sounds familiar. No, I, I don't pay attention to Vice. I It was either Vice or BuzzFeed or one of those things. But there was actually a freelancer that got like, well, he used to get like a lot of work. But it was one of those fringe writers that a lot of people were kind of like kind of tolerating for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then he like cashed in a $40 article where he literally stuck a joy into a condom and then shoved it up his ass and then wrote an article about it. How was the HD rumble? I mean, like, if... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it didn't distract from the experience. He can feel those ice cubes. Uh, I, again, uh, you should listen to Mouse and Ween's uh, Julianne and Joel, our sisters yeah. from Southern California, who go deep with philosophy and psychology. <laughs> Uh, while picking apart the utter train wreck that is our psychosis here on this show. Uh, um, that sounds like a two-part episode to me. And I look forward <laughs> to hearing it. Could be fun. Could be S- fun. Support your fellow podcasters. <laughs> they need help. <laughs> All right, Bob, how about you? What is number two for you? Uh, let's see. I've also uh, I rearranged the office in here. And I wanted to go ahead and get myself a new shelving unit for all my video game consoles. So instead of having like TV way over there in the corner and the games in another corner and I just just consolidate everything into like the small, I don't know, six foot space here. That way, like the Elgato is connected. Everything's connected. Don't have to worry or lean too far, do too much. It just made life a whole lot easier. All right, Corey, how about you? Anything else that's helping you get through the pandemic? Actually, here's something that's been helping me out a ton. I've actually, uh, I found out that uh, my nephew has uh, recently gotten into horror movies. I love horror movies. Yeah, wait, you do? Or is that you being... I I said horror movies, not horror movies. Horror. Oh, horror Horror. movies. Oh, you mean like the best little whorehouse in Texas, Dolly Parton. It's a classic. That's a horror movie. We we just recently uh, did a binge on Annabelle, which was a very up and down kind of an experience. Cool. Um... Creation was the tits, by the way. Uh, you 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 saw Shazam, right? Yeah. Same director. Really? Yes, and you could tell because it was like quality from A to B or A to Z. Uh, nice. the, the first one was like mm, meh. Yeah, the, the third one was like an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which that's cool. Uh, it's it wasn't scary at all, but it was kind of entertaining. So I suggest that uh, out of any of those three movies, you go ahead and see that one at some point soon. Hold on a second. You working this week? Uh, when you're working? Tomorrow? All right. Take one of the days that you have off. We're going to watch Sinister, all right? Commands from Uncle Corey. 
Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're planning the week's uh, the week's celebrations. Um, nice. Sinister is uh, Sinister is going to be next on the docket. It's 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 kind of nice uh, having someone to watch horror movies with, especially when you've uh, done so for the last two years pretty much by yourself. So for me, uh, Christmas actually came early for me this year, and Meredith got me a brand new camera. Ooh. Oh, it wasn't only Christmas uh. that came early, was it? <laughs> nah. uh, but this this is awesome. It's a Nikon <sighs> D fifty six hundred. Uh, and one of the things I really dig about Nikon is that uh, if you have a Nikkor lens dating as far back as 1952, when they first went into production, they will work on this camera um, because it is not a mirrorless DSLR. It is a mirror DSLR, which is what I wanted. Mirrorless is fine, but I want to be able to use all the lenses I can because it's nice to just say, hey, I'm going to spend $8 at this estate sale and buy you know, 10 different lenses that I want. And be mm-hmm. able to work on them as opposed to $500 for a telephoto that's only going to work on a mirrorless. But this thing is great. Uh, it, it does uh, 1080p video. I don't need 4K. I do video gaming videos. I don't. No one needs to see me in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> well, more, more importantly, nobody knew, really needs to see any NES stuff in 4K. That's never made yeah. any sense to me. Yeah, no, me either. It, it, it's, it, it's a curious position to take and a curious thing to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was... Uh, this was the the very early Christmas present uh, from Meredith, uh, which is amazing, and I use it every day since I've gotten it. Nice. So it's it's pretty awesome. Um, it, it's gotten me back into photography, which I hadn't been doing for a while, uh, and and that's nice. I'm, I'm picking it back up. So cool, it's good yeah. stuff. I wanted to ask because my my background is audio, and I guess for and I could mm-hmm. just Google this, but hey, since you're here, uh, what what is mirrorless? What exactly is that? Uh, it's just the way that the, the camera processes the images. Um, so when uh, cameras cameras work on a system of mirrors, and one of the biggest problems was it, when DSLRs first came out, it was hard to translate what was happening in the mirrors to a digital interface. Um, for some reason, it just couldn't make the connection, which is why point-and-shoots were there, but point-and-shoots always kind of looked shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, like the further in you zoomed, things just kind of fell apart. Well, it's like using a, using a virtual zoom on an earlier smartphone. Yeah, exactly. Garbage. Exactly. Uh, but the mirrors will actually allow you to do a real zoom, which gets you to the point where you're able to do things like take pictures of the moon and be <laughs> able to see the things that are up there as opposed to, I think that blurry thing is a moon. This jumble <laughs> of pixels. But what, what has happened recently uh, is that camera companies have figured out how to do those same high quality pictures that you're getting with mirrored single, leg, single lens reflexes to have it without a mirror. So you're able to get like true zoom without having the mirrors involved. But personally, I like the mirrors. It's just what I grew up on. It's, you know, my mom was a photographer, so I used old cameras growing up. Um, and I, like I said, I like the option to be able to pick up new le- or old lenses for dirt cheap at an estate sale and be able to just have, you know, brand new toys. So that's cool. It's backwards compatibility like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of hit me that we're doing like a pre-Christmas swag brag. A little bit. Yeah, well, get, yeah, get, get your consumerism warmed up just for the occasion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> start revving those engines, boys. I think that was one of the pitches for this for this episode. <laughs> Kinda. Um, I did remember uh, <laughs> a, a gadget. Uh, not to like jump it. It, it was my turn in the rotation, correct? Sure. Uh, technically, technically, Bob's. I will yield yeah. to the floor. I do. Oh, <laughs> all right. Um, I uh, I went ahead and kind of uh, uh, bit the bullet on this one and got myself a Volca Keys. Not literally. I'm still alive. Uh, Volca Keys is like um, it's a, it's a synth. Anybody listening would be like, oh, it's one of those synths. It's a desktop synth. And basically, what it is is um, the Volca line of um, 
of Korg Instruments works in a modular uh, arrangement where you have, uh, if you have keys, which is mostly melodies, you could also have Volca drums, rhythm, Volca bass. But uh, for the most part, how low can you go? Um, but for the most part, uh, keys is kind of like a, um, a modeling synth plus sequencer. And since I don't know Dick from Dick about most of uh, most of those uh, devices in an analog sort of a, uh, a framework, uh, I figured that one would that one would be a good one to pick up. I spent like quite a few weeks like f- noodling around with it, and then like everything else musical that I you know try to pursue, I it got lost in the shuffle. That's that's kind of life. I'm I'm very much the same way. It's ter- it's terrible because you know you're into something, and you know that you could get good at that something you're into if you just like. If you can manage to compartmentalize those aspects of your life from the other ones that, you know, aren't as important, like work and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking work. Yeah. It's so goddamn overrated. You know, grander, <laughs> the grander scheme of things, jobs, <laughs> whatever. I mean, they Who only need some. They only feed you. They're just a distraction. <laughs> but that was something else, too. A lot of chances get, uh, got uh, got taken uh, during the pandemic. And I wanted to point this out, kind of. Whoever wasn't having a midlife crisis before 2020, if you were about due for one, <laughs> you hit the gas. You like floored yep. it. Yeah. <laughs> you like gunned the shit out of it and haven't let up since. Yeah. Let's let's see how many of them. Let's see how many of them I hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a new car. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went on a diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stopped eating like shit. I started eating more like shit. Well, I I, <laughs> I, was I did say. I did this because I wanted to look better because mm-hmm. I, I I am I am realizing that everything is starting to fall apart. Like the <laughs> wheels are coming off of this train, and I need to take care of what's left. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, let's see. Uh, what the fuck else did I do? Oh, I started cooking more. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a really expensive chef knife, which is on on the list of shit that I'm doing. Same. Uh, I have I have thrown myself ridiculously into trying to figure out the YouTube algorithm to to yeah, give that to, up. You'll, no, that that's that's a lost cause. Yeah, <laughs> I, l- listen. Um, you start doing your you start doing your videos topless. Your numbers will shoot up. That's all you need to know. No, they have won't. you given it a try? No, I haven't given it a try. You're not wrong. Okay, uh, so there there could be. Uh, there could be uh, or and then our hills, but I ain't gonna do it. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Jake. Did uh, yes. was your new knife the Sam the Cooking Guy knife? You goddamn fucking right! It was the Sam the Cooking Guy knife. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. I got a grill. Mm-hmm. I got a flat top griddle for outdoors, like Sam has his big Evo. Oh my god! I got I got the Cuisinart one for two hundred and eighty dollars as opposed to the thirty five hundred dollar one he has. Um, but it's awesome. It, it's like I it's it's. I have been oh, and I'm a teacher now. Yeah, I, I teach. Hold up, at what? Home. I, I well, because Victor's doing full virtual, so it's like I'm oh. I'm I'm working full time and and I'm the principal of my home school. Okay, I thought you meant you're teaching other people's <laughs> kids. No, fuck those kids. I don't give a shit about other people's kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's a proper response. People always think that's weird with me, where it's it's like, oh well, you have a kid, you must love kids. It's like I don't give a shit about kids. I hate your kids. Yeah, it's like it, it like the the most the most connected I've ever felt to a professional athlete mm-hmm. is when Heath Slater said to Brock Lesnar, "Hey man, I got kids." And Brock Lesnar, without missing a beat, said, I don't give a shit about your kids. I was like, <laughs> yes, you are right, Brock. I don't give a shit about his kids. Punch him in the face. The kids or Heath. I don't give a shit. Either one. That's fine. Kick him in the dick so he doesn't have more kids. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Well, that would be a spear. That would be his. That's. I don't think a kick to the dick is in his repertoire. Uh no. He he does. He he did a low blow against the Undertaker. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, was, He's leveling up. Good for Brock. Yeah, who's expanding his <laughs> expanding his horizons? All right. And you, you touched upon like um, overpriced uh, kitchen goods uh, mm-hmm. about a second ago. Even if you had that sort of money, that like kind of like ninja bullet blender, whatever the hell kind of ritzy ritz. Okay, uh-huh. hold on a second before I make myself sound like too much of an idiot. Too late. Um, what's <sighs> I know? Yeah, I Sorry. know. There's like four four years of living that down. I've got to get to <laughs> someday. Um, what's um what's like the top shelf of uh, of kitchen goodies? That's like William Sonoma or something like that. Oh yeah, overpriced over overpriced shit that you don't need. Yeah. Definitely William Sonoma. Like they have like $85 cookie cutters. Yeah. I can justify spending a lot of money on some really dumb shit Lego collector, but <laughs> um, No, that's justified. Thank you, Bob. That'll that'll, that'll go right on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> I earned every Here single lies one. Corey Foster. It yeah. was justified. <laughs> 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 the year is 1977 <laughs> to 2021. We're totally justified. Um, <laughs> William Sonoma. I mean, kitchen stuff I cannot do because I know what kind of cooking I get up to. And most of it is highly, how shall we say, unnecessary. We'll go with unnecessary. I think that's an accurate descriptor. But the thing is, is that like, even if you're trying to take things at a conventional angle, you're using stuff that's more or less designed to be abused over the years, over a prolonged period of time. I mean, you're still cleaning the stuff up, right? But you're literally putting it on top of a, on top of an open flame, and then using it to further mutilate stuff that is inside the vessel. So it's like, well, that's how you show you love it. I suppose so. I'd have to love the shit out of something in order to pay thirty five hundred bucks in order to stick it onto my well, <laughs> what was my piece of shit stove? Just fundamentally, it doesn't make any sense to me. Because as soon as you bring it home, people like talk a mile about how cars depreciate as soon as you get them off of the lot. But I'm not setting it on fire as soon as I bring it home. Well, I mean, on a good day, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> it never it never made a whole lot of sense to me. My nicest well, stuff was like 70 bucks total. Well, I spent I spent 80 bucks on the knife uh, and mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. It's it's one of the best kitchen gadgets I bought. Uh, at the same time, I also bought uh, two new frying pans. Uh, that were because our frying pans are awful or, mm-hmm. or were awful. Uh, and I bought two all clad frying pans and they're uh, cast iron nonstick mm-hmm. and they are fucking amazing. Uh, I made an omelet for lunch today and like I finished cooking it mm-hmm. and I just kind of did that. Mm-hmm. I turned my hand with the with the pot, the pan in it and it yep. just kind of like slid out and onto the plate. Yep. Uh. And you know what the best thing about those are? You don't have to clean them. It took about six seconds to clean. Yeah. yeah. It was oh, like cleaners. What? Well, yeah, because it's got a nonstick coating on it. It's not like classic cast iron. It's going to get some burn residue, but it's not going to s- stay there forever. Yeah, it's it it literally is like hot water, some soap, rinse, done. That some was it. S- some spittle, just <sighs> yep, and it's good. <laughs> What's next for you, Bob? I need a treadmill. I'm getting one. Uh, probably two weeks, three weeks. Nice. I'm still shopping myself. Uh, I need to find something that you know. It's the right size, the right sound. I don't want to get something that's going to shake the whole house. Sure. Although I'm more likely to do that myself. But, you know, being in Florida, it's either it's too hot, it's raining, or it's like pitch black dark when I need to move around. Mm-hmm. So it, it just drove me nuts. It's like, I need a fucking treadmill. I have an exercise bike that does nothing for me. My legs look great, but <laughs> the waist <laughs> up, I look like total dog shit. So I need to get rid of that and get a treadmill. 
Yeah, we, uh, my sister-in-law had a treadmill that she didn't use. And, uh, I basically, I said, all right, well, I will trade you our old deep freezer for it. Cause she wanted a freezer and the one we had was too small. So I was like, yeah, you can have that. You live by yourself. You don't need a gigantic deep freezer. I will trade it for the treadmill. And she said, sure. Nice. So wait, sold American. What if she already used the deep freezer for what she needed to use it for? Well, probably for food storage. If I had to guess. Oh, I was going to like corpse storage. But. Oh, no, that's the one we got. We got the big fucker now. We can toss oh, uh, nice. All right. three, four bodies in there without a problem. You said small storage. You can only put babies in that. <laughs> you can put babies in that. That's true. It is perfect size for a baby. So, yeah, I'm going to get I, – I've got that coming in a couple weeks. I might wait till after the new year just to hopefully see numbers start to drop down. Um, since, she's a social, since she is a social worker, I don't particularly want to be – Yeah. She's it, very safe. She's always masked and wears gloves and sanitizes like everything. So. Is she in the Midwest like yourself? Yes. Oh, yes. boy. Maybe, um, I don't know, for Christmas, uh, Walter White clean suit. Thinking about that? <laughs> Maybe. She, she's actually transitioned to doing most of her stuff at home. Oh, good. Uh, All right. <laughs> but uh, there there are certain cases where, you know, families will need stuff that she'll have to bring to them. But. How bad is it when a Floridian's like, oh, don't go out? <laughs> oh, no, no, I... I go like I go grocery shopping at seven o'clock in the morning on Sunday mm-hmm. when all the fucking rubes around here that don't wear the masks are are going to super spreader church events. Ugh. So I don't have to deal with their bullshit. I walk into Meyer, I walk out of Meyer in like 25 minutes with a cart full of groceries and I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> that would be a challenge for me walking out of Meyer within 25 minutes. Well, there's not much to look at right now. Like uh. it, it's it, there. I mean, it's it's like any store i mean there's stuff to look at but i don't need to it's, it's well just for just for uh bob's benefit it's not like any store it is like if you took yeah. the best parts of a target and then added an entire liquor store to the end of it true yeah i don't hear a downside <laughs> oh there is no downside yeah uh, so it's the, the way i the way i say it is uh meyer has uh the pr- uh, the selection and prices of a walmart with the quality of a target with a liquor store inside uh, yeah. And it's not like a, a like, hey, we have every kind of Budweiser you could imagine. It's like, no, we've got craft beer. We have local breweries. We have real liquor. Like, Hi. Go- oh, is that is that Pusser's Rum just kind of sitting there? <laughs> sure is. Yep. All right. Sure is. There's, there's an entire middle section right now uh, because it's the holiday season. Mm. And boy, howdy, do people like to get fucking lit on the holidays? <laughs> Since you're up, up there, I would imagine there's a lot of dragon milk flowing around. I don't know what that is, but possibly. It's a Midwest beer. Oh, I'm not, I'm not a beer drinker, so I don't look. Okay. Uh, it's possible. Sure, it's, we'll go with that. Uh, I, I was going to assume it was like Hogwarts uh, peep show emissions. <laughs> God almighty, Corey. I missed you so much. I. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, there's got to be a teacher duty day in Hogwarts too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Teacher duty day. (laughs) Poop. Um, (laughs) But uh, like, so there's, there's this entire middle gondola in the aisle right now, like where they normally put like the seasonal shit where it's like, Hey, here, here's some canned fucking pumpkin. Here's some Mm -hmm. brown sugar. You you need to make a pie. There's like an entire thing of like, here's all our liquor gift sets. Here's a $300. Here's a $300 bottle of Lagavulin with a double rocks glass that you can get. The one thing I expected to happen during the pandemic was to drink more. And that Mm -hmm. just hasn't happened. Like I've cut, I like hardly drink now. It's weird. I don't understand it. Oh, maybe it's maybe you remain conscious of it because you're like, hmm, I could start doing this a lot more. 
Well, but, a lot of it had to do with just, you know, getting on Weight Watchers in July and being like, well, that's a lot of calories that I don't need to take in. Yeah, exactly. I could either eat four pieces of pizza or I could have a Mai Tai. <laughs> well, tonight it's a Mai Tai, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a yeah, time to be made. Yeah, yeah, there, there's there are decisions to be made, but you, you keep mentioning going into these stores, and it just reminded me like I've been doing curbside pickup for the longest time, mm-hmm. like since March probably. <laughs> and earlier today, I had to actually go inside a Target to go into the pharmacy to pick something up, and I just felt like get me the fuck out of here. I don't want to be in here. Get away from me. I hate everybody in here. Fuck you. I don't know who you are. Fuck you. And th- and th- and that was last year. Now there's a cognitive rationale behind it. You want to see some chaos, see a Walmart in small town Georgia where you don't really have to wear a mask if you don't want to. And there's nothing really to do here except go to Walmart. No, that's OK. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. I'm good. Uh-huh. I'm good. It's mildly um, upsetting. But there, there's a good gadget. I dig all my masks I've gotten this year. Mm-hmm. Thanks for saving my life, Cotton. <laughs> Appreciate you, spandex. Thanks. <laughs> Anybody else done a health kick this year? I've done an anti-health kick. I've, I've forgotten that without going to work and going to theme parks, I just <laughs> exploded in weight. You've done a fair amount of theme parks. Recently, yes. Yeah, there's a good six months, though, where he, he wasn't able to go anywhere. Right. The lockdown yeah. had affected everything. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we're we we at the point now where we just went into our second lockdown. Not not a complete lockdown. Like, no, you, we're closing inside restaurants. There's no school happening right now, stuff like that. But Lockdown light. Yeah, diet lockdown. It's, it's uh, a ta- lockdown tab. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the all a great taste with none of the benefits. Hopefully we don't get the lockdown Fresca. Fuck Fresca. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, I, I don't know. Man. Like it's we, we didn't we didn't do Halloween this year. Like We just stayed home. We watched some scary movies. That was about it. Not even scary movies. We watched Beetlejuice and Adam's family. But, you know, for my kid, that's scary. Yeah, because I got to ask every year. Have you seen Goosebumps yet? No, but it's on the list. It's something we're going to watch soon. Um, Victor and I are both off the week after Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, and he's off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week, and so am I. So we'll probably end up watching it this week, actually. Get so. it done. And I don't know how you feel about Jack Black, but if you can, double bill that with uh, the house with a clock in its walls, which was better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, good. Love Jack Black. We'll mm-hmm. happily, happily watch that. All right. It's kind of funny. That's kind of how I saw Goosebumps, too. <laughs> Better than it deserved to be, damn it. All right, so can, can I can I share with you my uh, my ultimate gadget? Okay. The, the entire reason that I uh, I did this. Who is it the crystal crusted? It is not. Uh, one day. What? Since this is an audio podcast, you're going to have to tell us. Right. It's a fucking bidet, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, no, I, I it is honestly my favorite gadget I've bought this year. It's really nice having a clean asshole. Not gonna lie, it's it's a it's a Kickstarter. Uh, it's called Narsehole. You want to poop like a Viking, and uh, yeah, it made me laugh my ass off. And I backed it on Kickstarter, and the thing's goddamn amazing. What's huh. the causality behind the Viking theming? I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but but look, look, here's. Here's here's the logo. Okay. <laughs> it's a butt with a Viking helmet. And a heart on the ass. Come on. Yeah. Get it oh, all. I see it now. Okay, yeah. And then there's there's fucking Leif Erikson hanging his hanging his oh my uh, his turd. God. I <laughs> Is this not the greatest packaging ever? I I didn't know that's what you're supposed to do from the prow. 
When you're fucking Olaf here, that's exactly what you're supposed to do from the crowd. God. It's the Norse whole tiny butt shower. Wait, shouldn't, and, that, uh, shouldn't that boat be like on fire or something? Well, no, he's not dead. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> he's just got a shitty asshole he's got to take care of. Sven, where is the head? Nah, it's just over the old, over the edge there, Olaf. Just let the waves lap up and clean you off. So yeah, like, like no shit. I saw, I saw it on Kickstarter. The fucking ad made me laugh my ass off, and I was like, "Fuck it, yeah, no, you can have sixty bucks. Why not?" And, and yeah, and, and it showed up, and I was like, "All right, well, I guess we got to use this thing now." <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking great. Like no lie. Like, uh, it, it was it, like like completely completely scary the first time. I was like, okay. "Oh god, I don't know what's gonna happen." What did you like? Okay, like it on. was like because uh, it's not a heated bidet. Uh-huh. Oh, it God. It's cold water, and I live in Michigan. Uh-huh. So the water's fucking cold in the pipes. Right. Um, But it's not bad. Like, seriously. But... Like, it's like, God, this is this is pretty great. If frigid. The French were right the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The French are, uh, the French are right about uh, a couple of uh, important things. It's true. It's that true. being at the top of the list. Uh, did you ever, like, go all in on the uh, squatty potty when that was a thing? Uh, we, we have a squatty potty, in fact. You did? Yeah. We, we do. You guys are well, you guys are well equipped for clearing out the pipes. I like to shit comfortably, my friend. Yeah. I like to shit comfortably and, and not be uncomfortable post poop. I know. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, and, and I really appreciate the uh, sheer terror that you're expressing with go uh, with uh, your uh, initial usage, the virgin voyage. On, oh, yeah. Uh, no, dude, like, the, like the, the first time, because so like there's dials on the side, right? Uh-huh. It has gears. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and, and that determines one, one, the strength of the stream uh-huh. and two, where the stream is going to aim. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. on this one, one for guys, one for dolls on other. Uh, yes. On other uh, on other bidets, there are different settings. But on this one, you can set to either the starfish or the clam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, and may I add, as a male, don't turn it the wrong way. Because <laughs> that shit will make you hop off the toilet seat fast. <laughs> but seriously, it's it's awesome. It's it's such a great little device. And uh, yeah, no, like I, I got it. And I'm like, I'm a believer. Okay. Ariel. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> why is Mr. Ed in the ocean? Uh, I don't know. I thought well, he's I was, a fucking seahorse, okay? I, thought, okay. I was going for King Triton, and uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Kenneth Mars died of shame, as it turned out. All right. Are they still ta- uh, accepting backers? Because I think I want to uh, back them now. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I will I will find it, and I will let you know. They're probably accepting late backers. I would assume they are. Since but, I, no. I assume there's going to be another run on TP pretty soon. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, I mean, like, it's... And, and, you know, the mechanics of it, you still use toilet paper because you got to dry off, but, mm-hmm. um, you <laughs> know, it's not like... <laughs> you can do... You work from home now. You have that freedom. Well, provided you know when to shut the camera off. Like, you can just hang... You can just, you know, hang that glorious derriere out the window and let the Florida <laughs> fucking breeze cool you off and dry you down. Uh, it's still it's still humid yeah. over there. It's, yeah, yeah, no matter what. So does it hook up to like the the, the tank? It hooks, yeah, it hooks up to the water intake. Okay. Yeah. And does it run <laughs> off batteries or what? No, no water pressure. That's it. Wow. Yeah, it's it's goddamn genius. Like, uh, welcome to bidet talk. By the way. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, we cover all the bases on the Creighton's Guild podcast. As a reminder, you can Lewis listen to the newest member of the Podfix Nation, Mouse and Weens. <laughs> Julianne and Joel are sisters from Southern California who get deep with philosophy and psychology while having fun and learning about fascinating human behavior. Uh, like three grown men talking about their clean assholes on a podcast. Do you know what they talk about in at least Michigan and Florida? <laughs> oh my God. But I bet their assholes are clean. This guy's talking about cleaning his asshole. <laughs> Let's analyze why that might be. Why that is so important to this to this individual group of people. I like, there's <laughs> nothing complex about it, man. We just want clean it's like having a clean yeah, butt. <laughs> like having a clean butt. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. You know, like the Norsemen used to. <laughs> like like every good Viking does. Having a clean butt is is the Viking way. You can't get into Valhalla with a dirty asshole. If there yep. isn't a val if there isn't a, a clean butt setting in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I am writing a strongly worded letter to Ubisoft. <laughs> it's that simple. And you're gonna submit it to Kotaku. No, fuck that. Okay, oh damn it. You'd be one of like you'd be one of like very few honest writers on that website if you did so. Nah, I'm good. I nah. like my YouTube stuff. I, I like keeping my shit over there. So, Ooh. I I got I got I got a very nice compliment today on the YouTube channel. I was told that I write I write very professional and thorough reviews. I was like, oh, thank you. you That's very nice. See, every uh, once in a while, well, every once in a while, often you will start getting as much positivity on the on your channel as you will negativity. It's just that negativity is easy currency, so. Yeah. You know, you tend to recognize it more. Yeah, they just get fucking blocked, though, on mine. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're a pinko. Blocked. <laughs> How do you know what a pinko is? You're fucking 12. <laughs> That's uncle talk. All right. So, yeah, that was uh, I, I put that on the rundown just because I wanted to talk about cleaning my butt. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and speaking of cleaning my butt, coming up is the third annual Cretans, Cre Cretans Christmas dramatic read. <laughs> <laughs> in early or mid-December, featuring a cast of thousands, uh, watch the show and listen to the, the what Bob churns out mm -hmm. as he slowly turns into madness because of the idiocy that we all lay out before him. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's always fun to remember that Bob puts this all together masterfully and puts something together that is wonderful, beautiful, and fantastic. Uh, and behind the scenes, it is a hot dose of diarrhea chaos that Bob has to deal with. <laughs> Because really, he's got us, and then he's got other people that are just as bad, if not worse, than us. Yeah, but would it not be inappropriate to start an Indiegogo to uh, fund a bar inventory for him <laughs> during editing week? I think that's not a bad idea. I might, yeah. I might send him a bottle, uh, or buy him a bottle at the local ABC and have him go pick it up. Not recreational at all. This is entirely necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. so I think Absolutely. I have to be stone sober in order to edit this garbage we do. So yeah, we are we are doing It's a Wonderful Life, <laughs> which I have never fucking seen. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what it's about. I, I know Jimmy fucking Stewart's in it, and that's about yeah. it. But yeah, no, it's 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 going to be fun. If you guys have heard our other Cretans Christmas uh, episodes. And survived. And survived. <laughs> uh, you know that we 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 go a little bit irreverent. I, I, go figure. Right? Irreverent. <laughs> irreverent. <laughs> he says. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Stop. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> uh, if you have listened to this show, you know. Uh, uh, if you're just tuning in now and missed the butt talk earlier. Mm -hmm. Back it up about ten minutes and listen to me talking about cleaning my booty. The thing, the thing about Cretans Christmas is that it's. 
it's almost like in in direct conflict with the season not only not only does everything fall apart it falls apart for a reason because we're all trying to like cognitive cognitively wrestle with the idea that it's just it's just filth it's just filth from go we had one of the ghosts of a christmas carol talk almost non-stop are you listening mom (laughs) about no no she needs to be in the room when you say this she's here about foreskins okay whoa foreskin (laughs) oh god almighty i don't know Oh god! So that was last year. We did a Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's that's our teaser right there. And and, and did Christmas Carol is, is exactly how it was because while I want to say that the core of the story was definitely presented. Oh, there there was a moral there <laughs> hidden we behind. Took, we took some artistic license. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's what we do. Uh, and then the year before, it was just Bob, Corey, and I, and we did uh, the Blue Carbuncle. Blue Carbuncle, yeah. Uh, which... which which was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and you should go back and listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, for no other reason than Bob's Mrs. Hudson, um, yeah. which is just a masterpiece uh, and a perfect example of the Bob accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't know the Bob oh, accent, <laughs> get to know the Bob accent because it's magnificent. Yeah, it's like an audio roulette it, almost. It re- it really is, but it yeah. always comes up Bob. Yeah. Like there's, there's <laughs> <laughs> Which means we win all the time. For clarification, the Bob accent starts off one way and then ends like in a completely different region. Well, so the the if I'm going like I'm going to tie this into your YouTube channel, Bob. Oh, uh, if it's anything like a theme park ride, it is a lot like Everest. You start <laughs> off going in one way, and by the end of it, you're turned around going backwards, and who knows where the fuck we're going to end <laughs> up? But goddamn it, it was an adventure getting there. And chances are the Yeti doesn't work. And that's just how it works with Bob's accent. Coming up in January, which might I remind everybody, is only two months away. So that could be anywhere from seven to 19 years from now. <laughs> is the Cretans Guild Championship Women's Royal Rumble. There will be 20 podcasters, artists, creators, and let's be honest, significant others uh, that will be participating. And uh, it is for a chance to take home the Cretans Guild Championship. Uh, and I am predicting right now that my wife Meredith is going to win, making us the first four-time household to be in possession of the Cretans Guild Championship. And I expect her to immediately drop the title to me, just like Andre the Giant did to Ted DiBiase at WrestleMania Four. Damn. You know, it just occurred to me that everyone who has formerly won the title... Aside from Corey, their significant other is going to be in the competition as of right now. Well, you have to have a significant other in order for that to happen, well, don't you? I can't you? put your right hand in the game, buddy. <laughs> you can, technically. Actually, I could just like get a Sharpie and <laughs> draw some eyelashes. Wouldn't that just be Mark Henry's child? <laughs> <laughs> That's a call back to 1998. Oh my god, 98? Jeez. Oh, Something like that. No, I thought it was... No, uh, that sounds right. I don't know why I was thinking of the Katie Vick thing. God, wrestling went through a really interesting period. Wrestling is then. stupid, and we love every second of it. Yeah. But All right. Yes. So, Google search that's going into my personal history is when did Mae Young give birth to a hand? <laughs> uh, it was the year 2000. Oh, God. 2000. Kicking uh, off the millennium with a bang. And for those curious, uh, is, he is a Caucasian hand. Yeah, what happened to that hand? So there you go. Oh, so it wasn't even Mark Henry's. Poor Mark. Uh, you know, you know, it's kind of okay. Now that we pointed this out, 
they could have taken that storyline in a completely different, if no less plausible, direction after the fact. And you know what? I'm I'm thinking reintroducing Gilbert as the real father because it would have made more sense with anybody else. By the way, thanks to Gilbert for doing the <laughs> intro for the show. Uh, and letting us know that he is the former WWF light yeah. heavyweight champion. Yeah, since we have since we have him on speed dial, we can bring it up with him at some point, and then he'll be like, "What are you bothering me for with this shit?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was the father. As always, guys, I'm going to wrap things up now because uh, the wheels have come off. <laughs> and that's always when you know you're good is when when everything just falls apart. It's time to go. As always, guys, the Cretan Skilled Podcast can be found on Podbean, Spotify, Tout, and Apple Podcasts. Or you can find our socials under Cretans Guild, one word, on Twitter, Instagram, or Discord. You can find me on YouTube. We are at Square Pegs. And you can find Bob on YouTube with Skipper Bob's Breakdowns. Uh, Bob does an Orlando lifestyle blog, and I cover video games and toys. You can help support us on Patreon, and we have merch on tpublic.com that features the art of the brilliant, wonderful, and fantastic Tom Solo. We are, of course, part of the Podfix Network. So to all of our followers, new and old, we say to you, welcome to the Guild. This was a podcast of the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. So to all of our followers, new and old, we say to you, Welcome, welcome to, the, to, the, guild. to the, guild. the Guild. Of course Corey fucks it up. Of course, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, fish nerds, fish nerds, podcast just for the halibut fried in a basket or broiled in a pan eat it raw like you're in siam fish nerds fish nerds fish nerds it's a podcast